0: So, there are lots of things that kind of caught them off guard and surprised them when we started learning about our calf.
1: All right, so spill the beans. What are these kids saying? What's surprising <laughs> them?
0: A couple of kids made the comments that, oh, so brown cows don't make chocolate milk. And we're like, <laughs> nope, they don't.
1: You can't survive without it, it plays a part in almost everything we bring into our homes, it's agriculture. I'm Amy Flukesopt, In my 15-year career as a broadcast journalist, I've traveled the country, won awards, and have told the stories of everyone from presidential candidates to the neighbor next door. Now, I'm getting back to my farm girl roots to connect you back to where your food, fuel, fabric, and all of those items in between originated, the farm. Inside the Bullseye is a -a one-of-a-kind conversation that's designed especially for you, the consumer. Broadcasting from my home studio in Madison, Wisconsin, I'm Amy Fluxoft. Trust me, this isn't your grandfather's way of farming. Welcome to this edition of Inside the Bullseye. I'm Amy Fluxop. Today, we are talking about classroom pets and a pretty unique one at that. A classroom pet is always a great way for kids to get excited about learning. I can remember all the way back to first grade in my classroom pet, which was a hermit crab. And it's crazy for me to think that all these years later, I can still remember it being tied to this learning block incorporating a classic book written by Eric Carle. So whether it's a fish, a guinea pig, or maybe if you're like myself, a hermit crab, these pets can have a powerful impact on children's education. So how about this? What if, just what if we traded all of those small pets for a 1500 pound cow? That sounds pretty fun, right? Today, we are talking about the adopt-a-cow program, not to be confused with the adopt-a-dairy-cow program that we talked about in one of our first episodes. This program, Adopt a Cow, is offered around the country to classrooms, homeschool groups, libraries, museums, and organizations like Girl Scouts with the goal of bringing the farm just a little bit closer to those young, impressionable minds. Joining the conversation today is Karen Doster, the Director of Youth and School Programs for Dairy Farmers of Wisconsin, and Kayla Fitzel, a fourth grade teacher at Loyal Schools in Loyal, Wisconsin. Ladies, thank you so much for joining the conversation here at Inside the Bullseye. Thank
0: you. Thank you for having us.
1: So I revealed my childhood classroom pet. Can you remember back, Karen, to uh, a classroom pet when you were in school? You know, um, I don't really
2: think we had one. Maybe a hamster, but I know closer my daughter who was in school. (laughs) I remember she had like little baby chicks. Sometimes they were brought in or maybe like a hamster or little rats. So they're always small little animals in a cage.
0: And that's what I remember.
1: Kayla, what about you? Can you remember a classroom pet when you were in school?
0: I remember having fish um a kindergarten teacher actually had a bunny who hopped around our classroom i did not get to experience that but i hear lots of people talking about them remembering that and currently at our school we can't have any classroom pets
1: well hey this is the great transition then to incorporate that classroom pet and a pretty large one and a pretty important one to society if you ask me and you know so karen let's just dive into uh, the adopt a cow program because This is really a neat opportunity for kids to follow along with the cow's life cycle from birth all the way into the milking parlor and then following the milk all the way from the cow and the farm into the grocery store and then into their refrigerator, which you know is a process many kids probably don't understand. And let's be honest, quite frankly, a lot of adults probably don't understand it either.
2: That's true, that's true. And that's what this program is all about. Um, I work with the youth and education for students. And part of our goal at Dairy Farmers of Wisconsin is to build trust and love of dairy and dairy farming. But in order to do that, you need to understand it. And we're we're looking for new ways always to really bring education and agriculture into the classroom in a fun and new way. So we came across this program called Adopt a Cow. And uh, actually it was started in uh, Pennsylvania several years ago with an organization called Discover Dairy and uh, so then we took it on as well because we wanted to make sure that our students here in wisconsin uh were paired with a, a wisconsin dairy farm and a wisconsin um calf. and so again like you mentioned it really teaches the students you know what the what happens on the farm how the farmer cares for their uh the, the cows and they they watch their uh, calf from birth Around 65 to 90 pounds, depending upon the breed, all the way up until um, you know April May. So about November through April May, it's a year-long program. And actually, by the time it becomes April May of the next year, they're still not ready to be milked. Okay, they're still calves. You're really not ready to be milked until they're probably around two years old. Yes. But they learn about what goes on in the farm and about the farmer's um, or the the calf's mother and and you know and and how she is is milked and why she's milked and. Uh, so there's just so much knowledge and just to see the response from the students of all ages is just um, amazing to me. And and they're learning. So that's what I love about it.
1: And it's not just learning from a book. This is just a really cool way for kids to get excited because this is probably happening maybe at a neighboring farm or, or maybe just somewhere else in the state. And so also, it you know, Kayla, isn't this just a great idea to try to like pull in other areas of the state for these kids to learn about as well
0: yes we love it um we actually live in a small rural town so there are a lot of dairy farms in our area but it is actually surprising that a lot of the kids have never actually stepped foot in a dairy farm so there are lots of things that kind of caught them off guard and surprised them when we started learning about our calf
1: All right. So spill the beans. What are these kids saying? What's surprising them? (laughs)
0: Well, so one thing, um, if you drive down the countryside roads, you will see these big long white things like, or maybe even um, small things that people like to call marshmallows. Well, they, a couple of the kids found out that that was feed for the cows and they had no idea. So they're like, well, finally, we know what those like white tarps are that are full, you know, on the sides of fields. So that was one thing. a couple of kids made the comments that, oh, so brown cows don't make chocolate milk. <laughs> and we're like, nope, they don't. Um, also, like, they were shocked at how much milk a cow actually will produce in a day. Um, a, another one was how much manure a cow produces in a day. Mm-hmm. Um, a few other things, like what's actually in their, um, their feed. Like, they didn't realize it was such down to a science to figure out what nutrients a cow needs to be healthy and produce milk.
1: Yeah, that takes me back to, to nightmares of my college courses of animal nutrition and balancing rations. And uh, it's not easy. It is not an easy thing to do. Kayla, talk to me, what do these lesson plans look like? Because clearly a lot of it is virtual, but it's a great way to get the kids, like you said, to experience the farm, even though many of them live in rural communities, they, they, they have no idea what farm life is like.
0: Yeah, so we get um, email updates that will include, like, uh, a picture of the family who has the calf, and then we get a picture of the calf, the name of the calf, um, gives updates throughout the school year. Um, There's a fun Sunday Funday email that gets sent out that we receive, and then we get to learn things from that. Um, They send lessons also that have objectives written on each lesson, there's vocabulary words included that the students need to familiarize themselves with, Um, they have STEM projects included, so there's all kinds of things. So it's really nice because you can take a tiny piece of it or you can take a lot from it to really, you know, make it a well-rounded experience.
1: As a teacher, I'm just curious to know what is your favorite part of this whole project?
0: Um, Well, I started a cow wall of fame in my classroom. So um, this will be our third year doing the Adopt a Cow. So I have an 8 by 10 picture, which they send us, so of the cows framed up on my wall. And the kids, they look forward to it. So every Friday last year, we did Discover Dairy for about 30 to 45 minutes and they couldn't wait. This year, we're doing it on Thursdays and the kids are already anxious to start. They're like, what is Discover Dairy? Tell us about it. But the fifth graders already informed them about it. So now they're excited and know.
1: I just love that, that it's something that these kids can remember. And not only do they remember, but they can apply it because a lot of the things they're learning about, you know, they can actually apply that in real life, um, either as a child or as an adult.
2: Yeah, it's just a whole thing. Like you mentioned, it's an experience. This is a learning experience. And that's instead of just one lesson in a book, you know, so... Um, I think that's really what, what makes it work really well. And like Kayla said, you can take the parts of it that you'd like. And it is, You know, she, she's a fourth grade teacher and actually in Wisconsin, um, Fourth grade uh, generally does learn about Wisconsin and and uh, many of them about agriculture, so that's the perfect target group. But uh, we do have students all the way from kindergarten and, and you know or pre-K actually that are learning a little bit different, or you know it's it's to their level. And then actually all the way up to in some cases we had some high school. It just depends upon um, who the teacher is and how they're using the program. So I think that's the beauty of it.
1: Well, Karen, I. I... I know we talked about this a little bit, that mm-hmm. anyone across the country can be a part of this program. Mm-hmm. You know, we're talking with both of you who are here in Wisconsin, which is also where I am at the moment. but. No matter where you are, you can sign up for this, but I I, I want to talk about this wild success that you had Mm -hmm. in in your first couple of years, Karen, because, you know, you guys set this milestone of, you know, it'd be great just to get something started here, but it just exploded in Wisconsin with excitement with schools. We were uh, planning
2: to do this and looking at the budgets and all that back in 2019, late 2019, Wanting to start this in the you know for the fall of 2020, so our goal because I have to set goals were um, 75 classrooms and you know you kind of calculate how many students would be there, so 1,500 students, and that was my goal that I wanted to reach. Well, then when registrations opened up uh, August 1st of uh, 2020, um, excuse me, not 2020, uh, you know back in 2019, and and all that that. Um, It started building and then we had this pandemic come and there were teachers everywhere looking for this virtual kind of learning. That's what it was in in the uh, spring of 2020 when they started uh, taking registrations. We weren't expecting that, of course, none of us were. And so in a way that kind of helped us because now we've exposed this lesson to so many more teachers. So that's really helping this year as well. So we went from a goal of 75 classrooms, 1500 students to Um, Over 1,600 classrooms and 28,000 students just in Wisconsin that we reached, so we have those goals again for this year
1: wow that's incredible and and you also when we were getting ready to 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 record this episode you were you were sharing too that this was even taking off around the world like other countries were getting involved in this program as well yes and
2: keep in mind they're not all getting wisconsin calves we're we're keeping that in wisconsin because there are other you know there's pennsylvania where it's started in some of the other states too but because again because of this pandemic I hate to say it's a benefit of that, but um, everyone was looking for a virtual lesson. It went to over 77,000 classrooms um, worldwide, and over wow. 1.6 million students reached. Learning about Jerry, I mean, how, how awesome is that? Uh, and uh, they all had their own calf. And, um, and and then there was also 48 countries, is what the coordinator told me as well. Many of them were from Canada, but there were a lot in Europe and all over the world that we're registering for this. So it, that's just amazing. All learning about how your milk starts on the farm and ends up in your, your refrigerator or in school. And that's that's really great, I think.
1: So let's, let, let's just revisit that number. You said 1.6 million yeah. students across the world yeah. mm-hmm. had the opportunity to learn where their milk comes from, what farmers are doing on the farm. That's incredible. Yeah,
2: yeah, it really is. So we'll see how that works. You know, this year, the the closing date for registration, September 15th, but we're off to a great start. I'm tracking Wisconsin, of course, to a great start already. I mean, you know, we're approaching what our goals are. We have another week and a half left out of this, and um, I'm, I'm sure we're gonna reach it. we you know, there's a lot of interest, a lot of repeats. And a lot of new people, Uh, we've been uh, promoting this on social media and various other ways. And some of the comments like, wow, this looks like a great program. And then they share it with their friends or their teacher friends or their Girl Scout troops or whatever it might be. So it's really uh, the word's getting around. So I'm just really excited. And it's it's just so fun. I can't wait to hear the names of the calves. Um, We have three. Wisconsin Dairy Farms again this year that are hosting um, this program in Wisconsin. And each of them will provide about three to four calves that are going to be born probably sometime in September, October. And then they name their calves. Uh, and, and last year, I'm not sure who you had, Kayla. Who was your calf? Who was your calf? Surugi. Sarugi okay. Surugi or sur- Surugi? Sarugi, yes. That was from um, um, Synergy Dairy, but there was names like Dorito, uh, Dorito, peanut, sweetie, uh, ruby, petunia, <laughs> and and then the students in classrooms you make bulletin boards you know like you're doing and then they, they there's pictures sent and the birth certificate and um, it's just um, it, it's just a great program just to kind of keep them engaged all year.
1: Speaking as a as a farm kid here, you know, I think I took for granted what it was like. I grew up on a beef farm, not a dairy farm, mm-hmm. but. I think I took for granted the fact that I had cows out my back door. I knew what that life cycle was like. I knew what it took to raise those animals. And I look at kids who don't have that same experience. I mean, Kayla, what does this mean to them?
0: Well, a few comments that I have gotten from my students, um, they really enjoyed watching the birthing barn. So where they actually got to watch a live camera of a cow giving birth to a calf and You know some of them said wow that was like a slow process some of them were like it's really interesting it's not something we normally see it was a little gross but they were like fascinated (laughs) by it so I mean they talked about that for a long time and then a lot of them couldn't believe that a calf could walk right after being born you know so that was surprising to them and I just want to add that you know these farmers that are doing this they already have a ton of stuff on their plate. The amount of hours that they work, and that's another thing the students were like, wow, it's a lot of work to run a dairy farm, and we didn't realize it took so much work to get our milk or dairy products into the store but so it's a great thing for these farmers to be doing for the students because they're super busy but yet they're taking the time and going above and beyond to provide this experience for our classrooms
1: yeah kayla you just you brought up the farmers here so karen you know i know that farmers take so much pride in what they do i know we see that with our abs global customers they love to share their story Mm -hmm. of of what it takes and you know they they have so much passion behind all of this and they they want to share it with the consumer Mm -hmm. so these farmers that are involved in adopt a cow what what are they saying to you why are they doing this like kayla Mm -hmm. said they're already so busy as is
2: i think that is a a big reason they do it this is actually a platform for our dairy farmers to share their story they love to share their story Uh, many farmers love to have kids come to the farm and take tours, the ones that are able to do that. Um, And so this, the dairy farmers who agreed to do this, um, they know it was a lot of work because they have to take pictures, they're taking videos, they're um, writing up some information. Uh, but they know that this is helping them and their fellow farmers to really share the story of dairy farming and getting it accurate to the students. So they're not hearing something that is inaccurate. So um, that's why they love it. And in fact, uh, you know, we have three, we can only handle about three. Some states only have one dairy farm um, doing this, but we we decide to have three, but we have many others who are asking us, can we do this too and we'll put you on the list for next year and and see if we can have you do it. So um, it's very popular among that group too so
1: oh that's so great to hear um Karen, I'm curious, where do you see the future of this program going? Because obviously there's a lot of excitement generated around it, whether it be from teachers, students, parents, um, community members, farmers themselves. Where do you see this going? Well, I see it continuing. Again, this will be our second year.
2: Uh, I think it, the word's catching on. It's, it's going to be, become one of our uh, primary education programs because it can go beyond just, you know, fourth grade. It could be a wider um, range of uh, students as well. But well, we're trying to enhance it.
1: Well, Kayla, as we start to wrap up here, I don't know if we honestly really need a, a last big push of why someone should sign up for this program to get their kids involved, but but what, what would be your your pitch to, to people listening of, of why they should reach out and, and get this curriculum within their classroom or their their organization?
0: I just have to say that the kids love it and they are learning so much through a fun experience that they don't even really realize they're learning. And I feel like everything in the dairy industry is a life skill. It's not necessarily just an educational skill, but it's your life, you're going to be dealing with this for the rest of your life. And I find for my students in my room, they enjoy every part of it, but they're also thinking about when the nutritionist is on the farm, they're saying, hey, that could be a career. When the agronomist is out there looking at the crops. Hey, that could be a career. You know, even they mentioned the hoof trimmer. They didn't know cows had to get their hooves tri- trimmed. And to a veterinarian. The vet's always out on the farm. So, all these different career opportunities that they see, you know, and with us being in a small rural community, these are huge jobs that need to be filled. So, it's nice just to get them thinking about their future too by
1: the glimpses they get from being on the farm virtually. Yeah. Career path in agriculture is always smart. <laughs> it's always a smart option because we are always going to need food to feed people all around the world. So what, what a great way to get exposed to it at such a young age. Well, ladies, I just want to thank you so much for your time today and, and sharing the impacts Adopt-a-Cow is having on our next generation. And of course, thank you so much for supporting local farmers because they truly are the backbone of, of our society. Thank you. Thanks for for having
0: having
1: us. us. Well, if you would like to adopt a cow, uh, be a part of that program and bring it into your classroom or your organization's curriculum. You need to act fast. That deadline for the school year is September 15th. You can get registered at slash adopt and we will of course have that link posted for you in the show notes. And Adopt a Cow is completely free. We can't say that enough. It is completely free and is open to after-school programs, libraries, and agriculture education centers wherever wherever you have kids engaging in learning. This is a perfect curriculum for them to get involved in and remember we're committed to answering your questions about the farm and what farmers do in order to bring all of those items that we love into our homes every day so including food fuel fabrics and and just everything in between so be sure to send us your questions what do you want to know send us your questions at inside the bullseye at genusplc.com or you can send us a message on facebook or instagram at inside the bullseye Thanks so much for joining us. I hope after listening, you feel just a little more connected to the people and places that have made it possible for you to bring all of your favorite products into your home every day. Inside the Bullseye is available for download right now. Just click subscribe wherever you consume your favorite podcasts and catch a new episode featuring a new guest every Thursday. Don't forget, be sure to join the conversation as well. We'd love to hear from you follow along on Facebook and Instagram at Inside the Bullseye. You have questions, ask me. I'll get you the answer in a future episode. This episode of Inside the Bullseye wouldn't be possible without ABS Global. ABS is a bovine genetic company that's proud to partner with farmers in 70 countries all around the globe to produce nutritional animal proteins to feed the world. Thanks so much for joining us. In the meantime, be sure to thank a farmer.